It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, if you are new here, and I'm the host of this podcast. Today, I am going to actually just hop right into the episode. Um, I have a fitness Q&A for you all and advice, basically. So I wanted to do this just because I always get a lot of questions about just having a healthy lifestyle and like working out and just lots of questions across like all my content really and I just thought this would be a good time to like sit down and just like answer any questions you all have and also share any advice that you all feel you wanted to share um so definitely be following the gen z girl podcast on instagram it's just at gen z girl podcast because that is where i had y'all ask questions and where i had y'all submit advice if you had any so definitely do that but i don't want to do like a quote goal and gratitude this week just because um i literally have so much because i am pretty sure i am answering almost every single question if not every single question and there's a lot so i want to like get through it because i don't want this to be too long and i honestly like don't have the energy or like the voice power to like talk for that long so that's that my eyes are like really itching me right now because I have fake eyelashes on because I took um graduation pictures with my boyfriend today and yeah I just came home and (laughs) ate dinner and instantly like wrapped up planning this and now I'm sitting down and filming it so I haven't had the chance to take off my makeup but anyways let's go ahead and hop into it so thank you all so much again for submitting questions and advice it's going to be super helpful and I hope that this helps you all but at the end of the day I want you to remember that like it's personal to you like your fitness journey your health like all of that is personal to you so like take everything I say with a grain of salt and if it like really helps you then it really helps you and if you don't agree with it or don't really care about it or it doesn't really resonate with you then that's fine too but first question is when did you get into fitness and do you go to the gym every day um I have like always been active I guess like as a kid I did gymnastics for a long time and then um before that I did like ballet and cheer um and then I did gymnastics for like a long time and then went straight into figuring out what sport I wanted to play basically in high school because I quit gymnastics in seventh grade so then um seventh grade spring I played like soccer and ran track and then eighth grade I like played volleyball um soccer and ran track I th- or no I didn't run track again my eighth grade year and then I played like some rec soccer and um realized I didn't really like love it that much and I really liked volleyball so then I played volleyball my freshman sophomore and junior year of high school and then I had like a personal trainer at one point in high school like whenever I was a sophomore um it was actually like super affordable and really great because I only went like twice a week I want to say maybe three times after school and before my practices and basically like it was to help me like become more agile on the court and like really help my vertical and everything it was like very specific for that which is what I needed help with because I was like a gymnast before and very hard on my muscles I like literally could not jump to save my life (laughs) and um just really to help with all of that and it sort of has always just been a part of my life so I've always, you know, feel like I've had like 
strong muscles and everything just from like gymnastics and like playing the sports and having a trainer and I learned like a lot about like form and everything for like foundational movements such as like squats and lunges and things like that whenever I have my trainer um because he was really big on like making sure your form is right before he added like any weights to you doing anything and I didn't do a lot of like weight training it was a lot of like conditioning and um that kind of stuff but I did learn a lot of form and everything like that then so then in college and like my senior year of high school I didn't really work out much in my senior year of high school probably like once a week like if that and then um I feel like my you know freshman year of college I probably went to like the rec center like twice a week maybe three times a week and someday like if I had a really busy week I wouldn't prioritize it and I would just try and go the next week or whatever but I'd say on average probably like twice a week and it was kind of like an outlet for me and it was literally right next door to my dorm so it was perfect but I realized I was like halfway or I was tired of being halfway committed to my like fitness lifestyle I guess and I decided to really make it a consistent and like significant part of my life um, summer of 2019, which was in between my junior and senior year of college. And then my sophomore year and junior year of college, I worked out um, some then too. Sophomore year, not a ton. And then my in between my sophomore and junior year, I would probably work out two or three times a week at um, – my works gym after work after my internship so for a long time it was always like two or three times a week as long as I could make it and then if I couldn't make it I just like didn't care and then um my junior year I feel like I definitely like started working out a bit more maybe um or at least trying to but it wasn't consistent I would say and then my junior year summer after that year um I that was my first time not having like a job during the summer since I was 15 years old. Um, I went to a lot of cycle bar classes, but I also started strength training that summer um, at my apartment gym when I lived in Dallas. And that's just like where it all kind of like began and then carried all of those habits into my senior year of college and was pretty consistent with my senior year of college, except for when I had mono. So that's that question. Um, and no, I do not go to the gym every day. I don't I think it'd be really hard for me to like be so obsessed and in love with it if I went every single day because I think I would get tired of it quicker and I actually think rest is like super important so I'll get into like my whole split and everything later in the episode but no I don't go every day the next question is how do you stay motivated so in my opinion um you know like you need more than like motivation to like go to the gym on a consistent basis like you have to be disciplined because you can be motivated all day long but it really just boils down to your discipline which I think that discipline really develops once it's been integrated into your routine and becomes a part of your lifestyle because I just think like having consistency in your life is one thing that like really breeds discipline and um, there are days you know that I feel less motivated than others and don't necessarily feel as excited to go to the gym but since I go at like the same time on the days I go to the gym, I honestly can say there like hasn't been a day recently out of my like four-ish, five days a week where I go to the gym where I like just straight up chose not to go because I didn't feel like it. Like I am at the point where it's such a part of my routine and it's so consistent that I will go like more than likely no matter what, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and then occasionally have a fifth day added in there. And that's like no excuses like I will go um 
on those days. And then if for some reason I can't on like a Sunday or something or if I can't on like a Wednesday, I'll try and go like on a Thursday afternoon or something just to like make up for it. But that only happens at like every now and then. So um, I can like promise you it probably wouldn't be the same story if I was like staying up late and not getting much sleep or if I just wasn't going at the same time every day because I think that's like where my problems were um all of college when I would like try to get into a routine and it would last like a month of me going like three times a week and then I'd give up and I think that the reason I had such a hard time with having it in my routine and it becoming like part of my life and it would just like I would go have waves of just like being on like this fitness kick and I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to that and I feel like the reason it was never fully consistent for me and it never worked for me is one because I feel like I was never truly doing it for myself and I was doing like what I felt like I should do based on like what other workouts people do and stuff like I would never just do what I felt like I wanted to do and then I also just feel like I never got enough sleep in undergrad like I was a consistent like average of six hours a night maybe less and I would stay up late and then the days I would go to the gym it would be different each time I went so like I may go at like 9 a.m one day I may go at 5 30 one day in the morning and then I may go at like 4 p.m one day and I can't emphasize enough how much going at the same time every day helps and I also think my goals motivate me um I'm personally like love seeing progress and feeling stronger like knowing I can go up and wait at the gym whenever I'm doing an exercise is like the best feeling ever and then you leave the gym and you're like oh my gosh I just like did the highest weight I've ever done on that exercise and just knowing I'm like taking care of my body and doing something that's good for me that's both good for me today and for my future self just feels really good um you know because there's so much out there just about like the overall like health benefits of being you know like quote-unquote in shape and like living a healthy lifestyle where you are getting you know 30 minutes of exercise every day or almost every day and how beneficial that is in the long run and how much or how far that can take you and how you know it'll really help with health problems when you get older if you're you know in shape and I think it's a lot easier to establish those goals or establish those habits now rather than in the future when you know it's a lot harder to or it feels too late to because when you're young making it into your routine now is the best thing you can do for yourself because I can't imagine it gets any easier when you start a full-time job or when you start um, you know, having a family or when you start like literally anything else, I just feel like now's the time to do it whenever you're, you know, younger and in school, or maybe you're like, you do have a full-time job, but maybe you're like completely working from home right now. So you're able to kind of start making it a habit by doing workouts from home or something. And just knowing that I like, it's a form of self-love and that's motivating to me, if that makes sense. Um, knowing that I'm taking care of my future self so that I can be healthy, for hopefully as long as possible for my future family is so so motivating to me um and just remembering that like why and remembering that in general is just super motivating so next question is how to maintain a healthy lifestyle and there's like a whole slew of things um that you know you can do to maintain a healthy lifestyle and there's probably like a lot of books and stuff out there about this but for me personally um just like my two cents I think it works best when there's like a true harmony between your mind body and then your soul or spirit um I just think like whenever you know you're taking care of your mind taking care of your body and taking care of like your spirit and soul that's like the utmost healthiest you can like be I feel like as far as your lifestyle goes 
because there's plenty of people, you know, who may be like in incredible physical shape, but they don't really, but they really like neglect their mental health or vice versa. You know, maybe someone has like incredible mental health, but they really neglect their like, you know, whole overall soul or spirit or their physical health. And I think that when you have like a good balance and you're kind of on the same page between those three things, that really just puts you in a position of constantly taking care of yourself, which in and of itself is living a healthy lifestyle. So like when I am taking, you know, time to like take care of my mental health and be in tune with my emotions through whatever that means, if that's, you know, like therapy for you or journaling or just staying in tune with your emotions or talking about your problems, whatever it is. Um, And then, you know, whatever physical health means for you and like however you implement that in your life and then your soul and spirit and like how you, you know, connect with yourself on like a deeper level and any like higher power you believe in. Um, So I just think that that's like the best way (laughs) to sort of maintain, if that makes sense. I really think that when one gets thrown off, it makes it really hard to maintain the others. And I feel like no one really like talks about that. I've never heard that before. Or at least, I mean, I haven't gone out of my way to like research it either um, about like that whole harmony between the three um, in regard to like maintaining a healthy lifestyle. And like I said earlier, you have to be disciplined and motivated because motivation only gets you so far when maintaining a healthy lifestyle. And I think integrating balance in all aspects is honestly huge too. Um, in what you eat, with working out and resting, you know, making sure you are having days where your muscles can rest and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, making sure that you're listening to your body when you eat and you're not being restrictive or you're not, you know, just eating what the internet's telling you to eat or whatever. And you're just like truly doing what's best for you and having a balance in all areas. And I think if you remember your why and do it for you and no one else, then you will be, you know, ma- you will be able to maintain it in the long run because I don't think you're able to maintain any kind of goal really at all if you aren't doing it for you at the end of the day. Okay, so the next question is favorite protein drinks and like smoothies versus shakes, like which one do I like better? So I'm like, if you watch my like YouTube channel, I, I just, I'm weird with whey protein. Um, I'd say like 90% of whey proteins make me feel really funky. Um, but the one I have right now, I want to say, let me Google it really quickly. I have one called, I don't know if it's Coast or Cost, but it's K-O-S. And I'm assuming it's Coast just from the phonetics of that. But, um, it's a chocolate vegan protein and the flavor is really good, but it is a little bit more, I don't want to say grainy, but kind of like it doesn't blend as well as like a t- traditional well whey protein would. But if you just put, you know, a decent amount of um, per, or a decent amount of like a almond milk or like frozen fruit or something in it, it helps a lot. I wouldn't like just drink it by itself with almond milk necessarily. But then I also have this. Um, it's actually my boyfriend's, and like just getting a ch- chocolate protein. Um, I'm trying to remember it's the gold standard that's what it's called the optimum gold standard and you can get like a ginormous tub of it um that'll last you forever and that one doesn't upset my stomach either but it's that one is not vegan the gold standard way one and I personally like will just get like a um chocolate that one of those proteins whether it's the coast vegan one or whether it's like the regular 
um, gold standard way and then I blend it with ice and almond milk usually and then if I have like a banana or frozen banana or frozen strawberries I'll like throw throw that in there too sometimes but honestly just blending like the chocolate protein with ice and almond milk is kind of like a healthier and less sweet like Wendy's Frosty or something so I personally like them and I like that it's like another way for me to get more protein than during the day but all in all I'm just not a big fan of like protein powders I guess but so I'm like really picky with them those are the only two that I like really like right now and as far as like smoothies versus shakes go um I haven't I like want to try like the Alani new shakes that they came out with I feel like those kind of like launched and then I like didn't really hear that much about them but I would like to try them um and I have tried their protein powder and I do like it but um I had like the confetti cake flavor and it was like really good the first few times and then after that I just felt like it was like too sweet for me um so yeah, smoothies versus shakes don't really have a preference, but I do feel like if I'm going to have a protein shake, it's probably like the premier protein little boxes. I actually really do like those. Um, they're pretty good. And next question, how long does it take to see progress? So I'm going to like kind of give my like take on this, like not my take, but like my experience with like seeing progress and then like kind of say like the, you know, I guess more not scientifically speaking, I guess scientifically speaking, like aspect of it. So personally for me, I saw a lot of progress, like right around the six week mark. I feel like of me going consistently for like four to five times a week and like actually, you know, being very intentional with like my balance and like going at the same time and everything, but it truly does ebb and flow. And I think, um, when I think of my progress, I'm thinking of it in terms of like this semester. So I saw like a lot of my progress happening this semester late February early March because I was right around like the six-week mark and that's because I've been most consistent this summer or this semester never in my life even though I've been working out consistently since you know summer of 2019 I haven't gone at the same time on the days I go until this semester and I barely worked out over Christmas break. I think I probably worked out once in like a five-week period. Had mono my senior year um, and I had COVID last summer and that knocked me out for like three weeks or a month. And, you know, so I've had a few periods here and there since I started my fitness journey in um, summer of 2019 where I was out of routine for a month or two. And that's normal. That's Life's going to come at you sometimes and that happens. Um, but my goal is like with where I'm at right now, I hope that that, you know, doesn't really happen again um just because I feel like now I'm in like a place where it's like it is a part of my lifestyle and like I make my life work around it if that makes sense and I honestly don't look for progress that much um I'd say I noticed it mainly because like the one thing I can think of is like I put on a pair of jeans that I hadn't worn since last summer and I also put on um, some running shorts that I hadn't worn since really last semester and I hadn't worn them, you know, and obviously since I had been going so consistently and like actually like lifting heavier and everything with goals of like building more muscle and everything. And my running shorts from Little Lemon did not fit the way they once did. They're a lot tighter now and they're almost like as tight as like spandex, like maybe not that tight, but like basically there and just a lot tighter. And then the jeans just like straight up, like I was literally in shock because they used to be too big and I was like, these are literally suffocating my hips and my butt right now but um that's like when I really noticed and that was probably like two weeks ago but I did notice late February early March just like a lot more definition in like my quads and in like my 
bicep in general like I like accidentally kind of like flexed in the mirror I remember whenever I was like doing something and I was like oh my gosh I didn't realize like how like big my bicep has gotten and I was kind of like freaked out by it um because I don't like I don't know I don't I haven't really taken progress pictures or anything I kind of wish I would have um I might have like one and like I feel like I can look at videos and tell if that makes sense since I have a YouTube channel so I just never think about it in that in that sense but um I also had a few people like point out like from pictures like they would see like a picture on like um Instagram or something and be like oh my gosh like you your your legs look great or something like that and um I know one of my like girlfriends she like saw on like a snapchat story my legs and she was like um your quads look amazing like what and I was like thank you that means so much I've actually been like working really hard so I really appreciate it but you know like getting into like the actual science of it you know there are so many variables at play when it comes to seeing progress and it really just depends on your specific situation you know like what are your goals like what type of exercises have you been doing or like what workouts have you been doing how many days a week do you work out a week what do you eat all of those things come into play with your progress like you probably won't see much progress if you literally are eating nothing but junk food and you're working out and even you know if you're only working out you know like once a week then you know it's going to take a lot longer so you have to put all those factors into it but I believe like with weight training with doing it consistently I believe like the magic number is it takes around like four to six weeks so that's just like from my general research I did for this episode anything that's like actually like definition based or whatever in this episode I like did check myself with research I didn't want to just be like throwing like facts out there that like were not like actually researched so anything I say like that it was researched I'm not like sitting here just like running my mouth about things I know nothing about or anything like that um but yeah so many variables at play depends on your personal situation and that's really the theme of this episode is like it literally depends on you and your journey um the next question is how to get into weight training when you feel super intimidated by it um you have to realize that if you want to do it you have to start somewhere you know like you will remain intimidated by it for as long as you don't try it if that makes sense like you're never going to get over those feelings of intimidation if you don't just put yourself out there and do it. And the most growth like happens outside of our comfort zone. So like the second you get uncomfortable and like put yourself out there and like really challenge yourself and start, I feel like that's when you're going to be like, okay, what was I so worried about? Like obviously you don't want to like run into the gym and like start like trying like ridiculous like weight and like a ton of reps on something you've never done before. Like, you know, you got to do like what works for you and really ease into it. Um, and it is intimidating and like your feelings are totally valid and feeling that because I know I felt that way too. Like, um, that summer, whenever I started working out, I was definitely intimidated because I like was worried about not doing things right because the last time I had really like been using weights, I had like a trainer with me, um, telling me, you know, like, Hey, your form sucks on this, like straighten up here or whatever. Um, and going off of that, I think if you can find like a trainer that's you know affordable if that if that's something that works for you like within your budget and everything I know it's not for everyone it can be really helpful when getting started with weight training but it's definitely not necessary and I say that because I think that it's really helpful for people who like are extremely intimidated by it and just feel like they need someone to tell them whether they're doing something right or wrong having a trainer there's really going to help you and they're also going to help you learn like what workouts to do and like what movements to do how many reps to do how many sets to do that kind of thing 
But like I said, it's not necessary. But I do think that like getting a trainer just to get yourself comfortable enough to go by yourself and do those same things by yourself up until you get to that point, keep the trainer until then and then you don't have to work with them anymore. It's not like a lifelong commitment. Um, And I think a lot of people like get in their head like, oh, if I get a trainer, like it's going to be like this expense I have to pay every single month for this long. Like, no, not necessarily. You know, like if you realistically speaking, if you went for like two months, that would probably be plenty if you were going like a couple times a week and learning. So, um, and also like going off of that, like getting into it, if you want to, you can build the confidence you need at home. You know, like you can look up YouTube videos for proper form and for workouts to do for specific, you know, lifting days and practice those movements at home using some, something similar to a dumbbell. Like for example, if you're like trying to figure out how to do like an Arnold press for shoulder day or like a push day, you can grab two water bottles and sort of like mirror a YouTube video and just, you know, kind of get yourself comfortable with doing those movements. And then when you go to the gym, you can start with like a lightweight and try it yourself. And depending on the type of gym you go to, if you feel comfortable, you can always ask someone how your form looks like. Um, and that can be like an employee that looks like they know what they're doing or if someone in the gym just looks like they know what they're doing and you feel comfortable doing that, then by all means do it. But I know that's probably not the case for most people. Um, I probably would not do that at the rec center here. Um, and you can always just get lightweights and just do workouts at home until you feel confident in your form and movements to go to the gym and go heavier. And the last thing for that this is asking someone to go with you, especially if they're like knowledgeable and know what they're doing. Um, I think even if someone like doesn't know anything about it, but they have the same goals as you and like want to go and commit themselves, even if both of you like don't really know what you're doing, you can hold yourself accountable and that will make it a lot less scary having like a friend there with you. But if you do have a friend that like happens to know a thing or two about like exercises and working out, lifting weights, whatever exercise you're wanting to do, get them to come with you and like try and plan like to go with them. It doesn't have to be every single time you go, but you know, if you try to once or twice a week up until you feel comfortable going yourself, that could be really helpful. Um, The next question is, do you work out alone or with Griffin? And for those who don't know, Griffin is my boyfriend. Um, Most of the time I do work out alone, but we almost always go like at the same time together, if that makes sense. Like we'll we will ride together unless like one of us has somewhere to be soon after and like can't wait on the other person to finish their workout because normally like one of us will have to wait on the other for 10 minutes max but like sometimes I'll have like a meeting I need to do over zoom or something at home so I like need to leave earlier so we'll drive separate but we usually like we'll ride together and both go together but we don't work out together necessarily um but on the days I don't have my morning class we always go at the same time um on Monday Wednesday Friday and Sunday and his classes are all in the afternoon so he usually goes at like 6 30 in the morning on the days that I do have class and then we go together anywhere between like 9 or 10 a.m on the days that I go when I don't have my morning class classes on Tuesday and Thursday um and he usually works out with a friend honestly like he has like two guy friends here that like they like both or they all three like really consistently go and he'll work out with one or the other um as long as they're like on the same split and everything and um works out with them just because like it's helpful when you're a guy I think a lot more helpful to have someone to work out with when it comes to like spotting someone with heavy weight and everything like that and every now and then we will do a workout together like I did a back and arms workout with him today and then I did the same back and arms workout with him like probably like two weeks ago um 
so if I happen to like be if my split happens to fall where like I'm doing legs and he's also doing legs we'll go ahead and do it together um but if not then it's not a big deal no worries because most of the time our split does get messed up since he normally goes probably five or six times a week and I normally go like four or five um current fitness goals um I don't really have anything like super specific I just want to continue like building muscle and just focus on enjoying sorry I just like hit my microphone (laughs) with my nails um I just want to focus on enjoying my workouts and doing what feels good and best for me like really like focusing on form and just leaning up more but nothing too crazy or specific I mean realistically speaking I would like to get a lot more lean because I feel like I have put on a lot of muscle but haven't necessarily lost any fat in term with that or and I don't even know what I just said but <laughs> I feel like I've put on a lot of muscle for like definitely and like that's noticeable but I feel like I haven't lost fat with that because I'm not like cutting or anything and I don't really want to do that I don't want to cut just because it just like does not sound like what I want to do and like maybe at some point but that's just too stressful right now like with school so like I don't want to be worrying about that and um I feel like I have a really good balance anyways as is with you know eating and working out and resting so I'm happy where I'm at right now but like I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm just like oh yeah I don't really have any goals with it but my goal right now is just to like really like keep um my strong form as I like increase in weight and workouts and everything and just focusing on like making sure I'm like enjoying them and like never doing anything like because I feel like I have to or should or something and next question is in order to get lean and define muscle do you do cardio if so in what way I hate cardio so much and I don't do it most of the time out of personal preference maybe once a week I'll go on the treadmill after my workout and I'll do like interval incline sprint so I'll put like the treadmill on like an incline of 10 and I'll put the speed at like seven and a half and I that's not really sprinting but I like make it to where I sprint at a seven and a half speed um so I'll have the incline up I'll have like speed on seven and a half eight um and then like do 30 seconds on 30 seconds off of running for like five to ten minutes um or I'll do like the stairmaster for 10 to 15 minutes and that's usually just like once a week sometimes like twice a week tops Um, And then some weeks I won't even do it at all. But then other weeks I may do it like after each workout that week. It's just very all over the place. It just depends on how I'm feeling. But from um, a more like factual point of view, getting lean usually entails like burning fat and like, you know, defining your muscles. So a combination of strength training and cardio is usually good for that. Um, I feel like a lot of people on the internet like hate on the people who do like all cardio and then the all cardio people like hate the all strength training people when in reality like it's good to move your body regardless so it doesn't matter either way like obviously if you have very specific goals you know like you want to be doing what works for those goals but there's no reason to be like you shouldn't only do cardio or you shouldn't only strength train if it's what you want to do and it supports what you're working towards I guess is what I'm trying to say but like everything else it depends on your specific situation and goals and all the other variables but I think that lifting you know eight to 12 reps in a set um which is like repetitions how many times you do the exercise where your like last two reps are like difficult for you to complete um with good form of course is generally like what I have read and researched to be like the recipe for like toning up and getting lean because you're increasing the strength of your muscles by like challenging yourself in those like last two repetitions and helping yourself increase your metabolism and like burn fat in turn um 
from like making those muscles stronger and everything and a lot of people think that you know like I said doing strictly cardio and hopping on the treadmill is the way to go when it comes to losing weight um or they think that you know they only need to do strength training um I don't I think a lot less people think that but I think strictly doing one or the other just shuts you out from a lot of opportunity either way so it's really good to just kind of have a balance of either but I personally think you should just consult somebody if you have like really specific goals and you're trying to get lean and define muscle um you know a lot of it has to do with you know what you're eating and you know how long you're working out for like what workouts you're doing and that kind of thing so if you're really wanting to know then I would definitely like talk to someone about it that like actually knows and can give you more information um but like I always say it all boils down to what works best for you and your goals and getting help when you need it Next question is favorite fitness brands. Um, I really like Alani New for supplements like BCAAs and pre-workout, um, protein bars, that kind of thing. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've just always gotten Alani New stuff, like their energy drinks and everything too. But I've been trying to like wean off of caffeine, um, which I've like actually been good this semester. I feel like I, on the days I've had pre-workout, that's all I've had. And then like occasionally I'll have a second coffee in the afternoon but that's like very rarely. And then on the days when I don't have pre-workout because I'm in class all day, I'll have one coffee, maybe sometimes two. So I feel like I've been really good about it this semester, not just drinking coffee for like fun because that just like sounds good at the moment. Um, but anyways, um, a lot of news I feel like the only thing I can think of. Um, I also like the Vega brand like for protein and stuff is pretty good too. Um, and as far as like, apparel goes um and gym brands or whatever I generally like mix and match things from different brands since I typically like certain things from certain brands like you know I may not love like one brand's sports bras so I wear another brand's and I may not love one brand's leggings but I wear their sports bras that kind of thing like it it's just mix and match and then also it depends on the workout because like I have some sports bras that are great when I do legs but like they really irritate my like underarms if I'm doing like shoulders or arms so it depends on stuff like that but I like Gymshark some Gymshark stuff um I have like a year-long partnership with Kalia um activewear by Carrie Underwood um which is super exciting and I'm working with them on Instagram for a year and I actually really love um their their stuff like I've this is my second month and I have some running shorts from them that I'm obsessed with and leggings that I'm obsessed with and they have like a lot of fun like prints and colors and stuff too and then Lululemon obviously like they have like a lot of like really good staples and Fabletics has um some good stuff especially like for a good price set active is good um I find myself not wearing it as much right now just because I feel like the material of set active stuff I have isn't the best for what I'm doing in the gym and it's better for like more leisure wear like athleisure or for like yoga or something like that and then I've even found some great Amazon stuff on the fr- last Friday favorites I posted on the Gen Z girl podcast I shared like an Amazon tank top with a built-in sports bra that I really liked that's super popular right now um for workouts so I also really want to try out Alpha Lee. um I've one of my favorite fitness influencers has been like raving about the Amplify leggings lately but they're sold out in like literally every color and almost every size so can't try those out and then um I think Nike Heaton has a brand as well. I think hers is called like natural or something and they like look pretty nice. So yeah, my, someone else asked like what my favorite home workouts are, um, favorite YouTubers or TikTok like fitness people. Um, I don't really like, 
I mean, I feel like a lot, like, I really probably get on TikTok, like, twice a week, and I am not on for more than, like, 30 minutes usually, but I, um, do feel like, I feel like there's probably two people I follow on TikTok, but, like, that, that I actually, like, follow that have fitness stuff. I think one of the girls' name is Sam, but I don't know her actual at name, and then, I feel like a lot of my, like, just for you page is fitness stuff. Like, that's most of my for you page, honestly, that and, like, dogs and traveling. And um, so a lot of times I just, like, see stuff on my for you page and I'll like it and I don't even pay attention to who it's from and I just, like, go back to my likes or something. But I also – I probably get majority of my workouts. I don't really get many of them from TikTok. I just, like, see more tips for, like, form and stuff, I guess you could say, on TikTok. But Rachel Alexandra Fit on Instagram. Um, she's in Canada. She's literally a beautiful human. Oh my gosh. Um, and she has good workouts. And Libby Christensen, thing, same thing. She's literally beautiful. And um, she has such a fun personality. I like love watching um, whenever I like actually go on Instagram and I'm like actually watching stories. It doesn't happen that often, but hers are always some that I love to watch because she's just like hilarious and I love her. Um, and she has, she like posts a lot of workouts. So I really appreciate that. And I like follow, I'd say for the most part, I follow her workouts. And then there's a girl named, I think Jenna B fit and it's like G N N A that has good workouts and Nat B fit like Natalie, but just Nat. And I think she has two T's in the Nat, but those are all people I've like been following for a year or so now, maybe more. And I just like stuck with them and I follow a lot of their workouts and then mix them up and then one other is Courtney Saracino she has really good workouts too um next is how to not feel embarrassed trying new workouts or machines and just gaining confidence to you know try those workouts and machines and just like not feeling self-conscious at the gym um and as far as like being self-conscious goes I think a lot of that has to you know that really does have to do with your confidence like if you're feeling self-conscious at the gym you're not really like fully believing in yourself and fully feeling comfortable and that's totally okay because it's something new and it's scary and it's going to make you uncomfortable um one thing I want to say is like I feel like that can really change the game for you wearing what makes you comfortable and something you feel confident in can like really take it a long way um because like if you're working out what you feel good to work out in like what you feel comfortable confident and strong in it's going to make a world of a difference in feeling self-conscious at the gym there have definitely been times where I have, like, worn, like, leggings where, like, maybe you can see my cellulite through them or something, and I, it's, like, and I realize it in the mirror, and then I get super self-conscious, and it 100% affects my workout, and, or maybe I just didn't love the way I looked in them, and it just affects my workout and mindset, and I just get super self-conscious, so then whenever I, like, wear things that I feel, like, super confident in, and I'm, like, yeah, I look good, and, like, I just feel confident, my workouts are so much better. So definitely don't underestimate the power of like what you're wearing affecting you. Um, and you don't have to wear like a matching set. You don't have to wear, and I'm not hating on anyone who does because I wear them like quite, I mean, I don't wear them all the time, but I definitely have matching sets and I do wear them. I'm just saying like, don't feel pressure to like wear like the trendy cute workout outfits. Like just wear what makes you feel your best and what makes you feel most confident. Um, and most, and like, as far as like being scared about like trying new workouts and machines most machines have like photos or directions on them literally they they're actually like really helpful for the most part I've like there's been very few times where I've looked at like instructions on a machine and just been confused still um and don't be embarrassed like if you have to sit there and read it for a second like it's so much better to do it right than to get hurt 
and you know never be afraid to google how to use it quickly um, or even look it up on youtube you can google like say it's like smith machine and you're like how do i set up the smith machine or how do i use the smith machine and you want to look it up on youtube like do that really quickly um you know like my, my boyfriend's been working out for years and he still will like look up his workouts at the gym and like make sure he's doing the form right because like i said it's so much better to do it right than get hurt and once again everyone starts somewhere um so i think it's important to like remember that whenever you're trying new things like every single person in that gym that's done that machine before was in your exact position before and i think that that's just sort of a comforting mindset to have like they may look like they know what they're doing but it's because they have gotten to where they are today because they started and they were once in your shoes where they were doing it for the first time um and i just think that that helps and then also you know you could like i said earlier you can always ask an employee who seems knowledgeable if you feel comfortable doing so and if you don't want to look it up in while in the gym like how to use a machine or something just snap a photo of the machine so you remember the name or type it in your notes and then go home and like watch videos on like how to set it up for like your height or your you know weight and everything like that and just how to use it um next question is what do you think are the keys for the most effective workout um I'm kind of taking this from a perspective of like what I do to like feel like my workouts are really good um I'm not sitting here saying this is the recipe that you have to follow in order to like have a workout that actually means something I'm not saying that um you can follow this advice or you can just like take it with a grain of salt like i don't care that's up to you this is just my personal like two cents with having effective workouts um I think that making sure you're not like too comfortable and things aren't too easy um I think I definitely like do this a lot more than I should um and I notice it the most whenever I do work out with my boyfriend because he will be like Abby like you're that looks like too easy for you like you're not struggling at all on like your last repetitions even on your like fourth set like you need to go up and wait or something or do more reps. And I think I get intimidated by adding more weight and by going higher in weight. And I don't have to. Like, I can just, you know, work out for maintenance. But, like, if I'm wanting to build muscle and stuff, I should be going up in weight. But I think I get a little intimidated with adding it sometimes. And I notice a lot when I work out with my boyfriend that I definitely, like, sell myself short and just kind of, like, get too comfortable sometimes and don't challenge myself all the way. So I think challenging yourself is important. You know, it should be a little hard. Like, you know, you should probably, like, if you're, at least if you're, like, trying to, you know, like, build muscle and get stronger and make your muscles stronger, you want to make sure, you know, you're actually trying to, um, like, make it a little difficult for yourself in your last few repetitions of a set or something. And um, I think that, you know, sometimes when I do get in those phases where I'm not really, like, challenging myself and I may just be like kind of coasting through my workouts that's usually when I start to get bored and I'll notice that and I'll be like why do I feel like I'm like dreading going to the gym more than usual right now when I'm normally excited and then I think about it and I'm like I haven't switched up my leg workout in two weeks or three weeks and I've been doing the same exact weight each time and the same exact workout like to a T no wonder I'm bored because I'm not challenging myself um and just making sure the last few repetitions are like the last one or two I like kind of struggle to get through that's huge for me I like really feel like that's when like I make a lot of those like gains and everything and um one other thing that this is like actually kind of technically like a fact-based thing um for workouts it's more like a suggestion for workouts I guess 
but doing like your compound movements first and then your isolation movements. So like your compound movements work like multiple muscles at one time and are things like your squats and bench press and shoulder press and deadlifts, that kind of thing. And then isolation movements are like exercises that work more of a specific area. Um, You can't like (laughs) a lot of people think that you can like literally spot train like one part of your body and you like really can't. But isolation movements are exercises that typically just focus on like one one like muscle or one little area rather than like a compound movement that kind of involves like a lot of different muscles and isolation are things like bicep curls tricep extensions and hip thrusts and things like that or things like that um and then another thing I follow I always do like my free weight stuff before like machines like on a leg day I'll like start with like my you know weighted squats and deadlifts and um hip thrusts and then if I'm using any like um, dumbbells at any point, then I'll move on to like the dumbbell stuff, like for Bulgarian split squats or something. And then I go to machines last. So I'll do like leg extensions on a, on leg day or whatever on a machine um, and leg curls and things like that on a machine. So I do like the free weight stuff before the machines. And I think that that's like a rule of thumb that most people who work out follow. Um, the next question is how to start a fitness routine. I feel like I already like answered this. Did I? Um, I feel like I've answered some of my questions, but how to start a fitness routine. I think the biggest thing is like knowing your why and defining your goals like from the get-go. Um, and then find like for me, I was like, I am sick and tired of every single year. I just have these ebbs and flows of I'm going to be on my grind with working out and then I completely abandon it. And then three months later, I'm going to be on my grind. I'm tired of like, you know, like feeling like I'm out of shape and like feeling like I'm not strong anymore and like blah, blah, blah. I just got really sick of that and that was my why was to like challenge myself and make it like an actual part of my life for life and you know I defined my goals I was like okay I like want to my my goals starting out were like okay I want to go to the gym four to five times a week every single week like no excuses and then after once I like got that accomplished I moved on to like an actual gym specific goal like building more muscle in the gym so if that makes sense um And then from there, I think finding a time of day that works for you and ask yourself, you know, like how many days do you want to challenge yourself to go to your workout class or go to the gym? And then, you know, start realistically. Obviously, don't be like six days awake right off the bat. Like you should probably start something kind of low, like two to three times a week starting out um, and then build up from there, like after it's been like a month or two. And find workout inspiration based on the workouts you want to do, whether that's, you know, finding stuff on YouTube or Instagram workouts or if it's a class, whatever. And then commit yourself to it. And basically, like, I think the biggest thing, um, how to, like, with starting it, besides, like, having your why and your goals, is just making sure you are going at the same time each day that you go. So, and it doesn't have to be the exact time down to the minute, like, the same time of day, preferably within, like, a few hour time frame. Um, and once you do that for like three weeks, it seriously will become routine. Like as long as you go around the same, around the same time each day that you go for three weeks straight, I think it will, you'll realize like, okay, like my body is used to this now. It craves it. It's normal. Like that's what I think I am supposed to be doing and where I'm going. Like whenever I get up in the morning, if that's when you're going. Um, and the next question is about meal planning in the cheapest and least boring way. And they said, I can't stop thinking about eating days old food I totally feel you um I hate like leftovers for the most part um depending on like what it is 
and I don't like meal planning. I have never been that person that can just, you know, on Sunday night make a bunch of chicken breasts and vegetables and put it in containers and eat it all week. That literally sounds like my worst nightmare and I think I would give up after one week if that were me. And that's the thing. That doesn't work for me so I don't freaking do it. And y'all need to have the same mindset. Like just because someone else does it doesn't mean you need to do it. Obviously try it if you want to try it but if it doesn't work like after you've tried for a while and like you really hate it, pay attention to that and just like realize you nobody's making you do it. Like you can stop. Like it's fine. Um, for me, I don't like meal plan in the sense of like making my food ahead of time, but I do meal plan as in like what I'm going to make that week. And I believe I talked about this before on my podcast, but I definitely have on my YouTube channel. Um, every like Sunday, maybe Saturday, depending, I usually, I go to the grocery store either on Sunday or Mondays, like tomorrow I have to go. Um, and tomorrow's Monday. So depending on whatever day I go, I will plan out the dinners I'm going to make that week. Um, I eat the same exact thing for breakfast every morning. It's a piece of sourdough toasted with um, a little bit of avocado spread on it and an over easy egg with um, red pepper flakes, onion salt from Trader Joe's, and a little drizzle of honey. I eat that literally every single morning. Um, And then occasionally I'll also have like a yogurt with granola if I'm like extremely hungry for some reason and feel like I need more in me before I go work out but anyways I like know what I eat every single morning and I eat that every single morning so I don't really have to meal plan that and I just like get the groceries for that every week and lunch I'm it's either like some Trader Joe's like little wontons with rice or it's a turkey like little wrap on a tortilla with like a sauce and you know some seasonings or whatever or it's like a turkey sandwich of some sorts, or it's like a salad kit, or it's buttered noodles with some vegetables or something. Those are usually my lunches, um, and it kind of rotates through those things. And um, I'll normally have like a smoothie with like I'll eat like a small lunch, and then I'll have like a smoothie like an hour or two later, um, like a green smoothie, and that's like very consistent. So that's my breakfast and lunch situation and I just buy groceries for those things every week and then for dinner I just each week before I go to the grocery store I'm like okay I sit down and I'm like I'm gonna be making five dinners this week and that's usually my magic number this week for example I know that um Friday night it's my boyfriend's birthday and then Saturday it's my birthday so we will be eating out both those nights just because like that's what we do um to celebrate but we're gonna do that and um I won't need dinner those nights. So this week, I'm like, okay, I probably only need dinners for four nights realistically. So I'll sit down and I'll figure out which dinners I want to do. And I do get in ruts sometimes and I have a difficult time figuring out like which dinners I want to do and everything. And um, yeah, so I try to just plan it out and I'll put like in my notes like or in my notion, okay, these are the meals I'm going to make this week, but I don't specify them to a day, if that makes sense. I don't want to, like, limit myself, like, to be like, oh, on Monday, I have to make this dinner, and Tuesday, I have to make this dinner. Um, I just don't do that, and um, instead, I just, like, have the groceries for, you know, however many different meals, and I'll plan out my grocery list based on those dinners I'm making, and then based on the things I always get every trip for breakfast and lunch, and then I can make whatever meal I'm feeling like each day but I have the ingredients for five different ones so you know if I'm feeling like eating fish and rice and vegetables on Monday night I can 
make that because I have the ingredients for it. But if Wednesday night I want to make, you know, like pasta, I'll make pasta Wednesday night, that kind of thing. That's just what I do. Um, someone asked about healthy meal and snack ideas. Um, one snack I'm like obsessed with right now, I will get like little, the little tiny sweet bell peppers, like the small ones, um, especially the yellow and orange ones are like so good for whatever reason. And I will put, um, Kite Hill has this dairy free cream cheese and I'll just put a little bit of the chive flavor of that cream cheese on the pepper and then, um, sprinkle everything but the bagel seasoning on it. And it is so good um I think that someone like had posted that on TikTok about like but it was with regular cream cheese on a pepper and everything bagel seasoning I think I don't know I might be making that up I can't remember um I also really like cutting up like a honey crisp apple and putting like peanut butter and granola on it I'll eat like Greek yogurt and granola as a snack if I don't have it at breakfast um I really like for a dessert I love like eating like strawberries or raspberries with like a handful of dark chocolate chips um, or like a chocolate rice cake with like Cool Whip, um, and like for meals, um, I kind of just frame it around like one meat, one protein, one veggie. Oh wait, I just said that wrong. One protein, one carb, one veggie. So I'll like figure out okay, which proteins do I like? I really personally hate making chicken, and if I make chicken, it's usually like ground chicken for tacos or like lettuce wraps. Like tonight, I made teriyaki lettuce wraps with ground chicken. Um, a teriyaki sauce, peanuts, green onion, carrots, and um, lettuce, obviously. And then, um, so I'll think of, like, the proteins. I really like fish, like salmon, flounder, um, really anything but, like, tilapia. Um, And then I'll eat ground beef every now and then. Don't really eat it a lot. We used to make steaks a decent amount my senior year, but we haven't made them in a long time because last time we tried to make them, they were not good. Um, and then we do, I don't know, we do, um, I really just want to say like fish, like ground chicken, ground turkey. We kind of rotate through that in a way. And then we normally will have like one meatless dinner, I feel like a week, um, where, whether it's like pasta or whatever. Um, and then like the vegetable, you know, like there's so many different ways you can make vegetables and there's so many different vegetables out there. I really like, you know, fresh green beans, um, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, that kind of thing. And then, like, the carbs, it can be, you know, like, a pasta, it can be rice, um, couscous, any kind of grain, really, like that. And I just kind of, like, kind of mix and match based on those three things and try to, like, make a meal out of it. And there's different ways to season things and, like, make the flavors different, so that really helps. Um, And then with my current work, someone asked about my current workout split, like, what is your current workout split and how do you know what days to work out what muscles? Um, you know, a lot of people have divided up into like push and pull days, um, which is basically like grouping the muscles you're working out based on like their function. So like a push day is going to be like working out like your shoulders. Cause you know, it's like a push movement. Like whenever you do like a overhead press and then like for pull days, it's things like back because you think you're like pulling whenever you're doing back exercises I don't know like the proper way to explain that but hopefully that makes sense and then push is also like working out your triceps and then pull is working out your biceps um and I do my split just kind of like I kind of have it set up based on like my goals I guess you could say so like I work out legs twice a week one because um your legs have like a ton of different muscles so like it's easier to split it up in the two days and then um also just because I like really like to train legs a lot because that's where I'm really trying to like see the most like 
change in muscle, I guess. So I will, I don't work out like for the most part, my split does fall on the same days, but like sometimes it'll get messed up and then like, it's not like every Monday I do legs, every Wednesday I do like back and arms. Like that's how it is most of the time, but it's not always like that and that's okay. Like I just always make sure to pick up where I left off if I like missed a day. Um, so I will do a glute and hamstring focus leg workout and then one day and then I'll do a like quad focused leg workout and then also work calves on that day. Um, and then I'll do a back and arm. So I'll just do like back and biceps one day. And then one day I'll do like shoulders and triceps. And if I do end up going on a fifth day, I normally just do the next thing in line, like in my rotation of those different groups. Um, and just kind of do it like that. Um, so I like really honestly don't ever do abs. (laughs) Sometimes I like think about it and I'll like do two workouts, but I really don't work them out. Um, I like had an eight pack when I was like eight years old and until I was like 12 or 13. And honestly, like, because I, I mean, I kind of, I definitely lost it whenever I like quit gymnastics and like was literally like drinking Dr. Pepper's and eating bagel bites is like my diet. But, um, I feel like I, my core stayed strong, I guess, because I was like still involved in sports I'm very thankful that like I had a strong core from a young age because it's not difficult for me to have like a well-defined core now if that makes sense but I also want to say that like all the workouts I do like involve like embrace like bracing my core and like activating my core in a lot of the workouts so it still gets worked even though I'm like not directly working it but I'll do abs occasionally um and really how do you know what days to work out what muscles that's just like depends on like what how many days a week you want to train like each group like if you want to do legs more if you want to do back more whatever but I definitely think that the way I have it split up is like the way like majority of people who like know what they're doing do it I guess and there may be some variation in that of course but you definitely want to do it based off of like the muscles that kind of like work together I guess and um next question what are your go-to exercises for when all of the equipment is taken so you don't waste a gym trip. Gym trip is never wasted. Um, I'll just do like little bursts of hit if that ever happens. Um, you know, like I'll go to like a corner and if there there's usually like some kind of dumbbells available if a machine's not available or something. And a lot of times I'll try to just wait because the only thing I really ever have to like wait for is like the pull down part of like the cable machine like for doing any kind of back workout and then like a squat rack. And I'll usually just wait, but sometimes if I can't wait, I'll just, like, use dumbbells instead of, like, a squat rack. And um, I think it's just good to, like, you know, be like, okay, I guess I'm just going to do a HIIT workout today, like, and look one up on Instagram or just do, like, a variation of, you know, like, standing squats and lunges and push-ups, jumping jacks, that kind of thing. Um, And really just finding any workout on YouTube or Instagram, you can just look one up and follow one of those. Um, Next question is best pre-workout for someone who's never used any. Um... I have just recently switched to a stem-free pre-workout, which basically just means it doesn't have, like, stimulant, like, caffeine in it, um, and it mainly relies on, like, vitamins B6 and B12 and, like, having a ton of that and something else in there, and it's from the brand Dr. Jekyll, J-E-K-Y-L-L, and I got it off of iHerb.com, which is I-H-E-R-B.com, and it's the blueberry lemonade flavor, and it's pretty good, and I feel like it does work pretty well, um, so I 
recommend like if you're if you have a high caffeine sensitivity i would recommend like a stem free one honestly because you don't want to mess with that if you have a problem with it just for the sake of taking pre-workout um i think alani new is really good though for people who are like taking it for the first time and aren't like insanely sensitive to caffeine or anything because um I feel like Alani knew the only time I feel it like cause like the tingling feeling is if I haven't ate in like two hours, but I normally almost always eat within like 45 minutes to an hour of going to the gym. Um, but I think Alani knew is good. And like, you can always try like half a scoop before, like you move on to a whole scoop and everything. Um, next is question is wanting that, um, this person wants to get into running, but it seems intimidating. Honestly, you just kind of have to start just like with everything else. Um, Last summer, I like challenged myself to run every day for 30 days and I only got like 12 days into it and then I got COVID. And for those 12 days, it was literally hell and I hate, hate, hate running so, so much. And I always have because it has always just hurt my hips and my knees and just like my joints so bad in general. Um, Just because I really like just aren't the best from, you know, being harsh on them with gymnastics and everything. Um, but I, you know, I told myself, I was like, I am not a marathon runner. I'm not out here to run a 5k. I am out here to just challenge myself to try this out to see if it's something I want to get into. And I think that's a mindset you need to have. I think a lot of us like know people or see people who are out here like running 5ks or marathons and just like run a lot and they run far and you feel like that's how you need to start and like you need to like do the same thing as them like no they started off the same way like you need to and you know you have to ease yourself into it I literally I was my plan was like work myself up to running two miles but because I've now I don't think I've ever like consistently ran two miles in my lifetime like I've only ever ran like a mile and a half probably and um I tried um but I tried, but I couldn't get over a mile, and I just focused on, like, learning how to pace myself, because I was really bad at, like, exerting all my energy, and then getting extremely exhausted, like, halfway in, I didn't really know how to pace myself, so just trying it out, figuring out, like, what time of day you want to do it, I was literally doing it in Houston, and, like, around, I would normally run before dinner, so hottest time of the day in Houston, Texas, one of the hottest places in the United States, especially like with the humidity and everything, it feels way hotter than it is. Um, running on concrete on like the road. And I was, that's what I was doing. I can't believe I chose like the absolute worst time of the year and the absolute worst time of the day, but that's when I felt like I wanted to try it. So I did. And I tried running in the morning instead of doing the whole afternoon thing. So it'd be a little bit cooler, but it, I would get so lightheaded every time, even if I ate a breakfast like 30 minutes before, I don't know what it was, but I guess having more calories in me throughout the day, running in the afternoon worked better for me. But I think you just kind of have to challenge yourself to do it as much as you can and play around with when you like to go. Um, The biggest thing is just like pushing yourself to do it. Like everything's going to seem intimidating if you haven't tried it before. But once you try it, you can warm yourself up to it and that's when things get better. Um, The next question is how to change your mindset like from away from being like workout or change your mindset to where workout is not punishment and then how to like not feel guilty for taking breaks. Um, I think it's so important to remind yourself that it is a good thing to move your body um, regardless of what you're doing after each workout and just thank your body for being so strong and moving and it will help you find gratitude and simply taking the time to move your body and like taking the time for what your body can do instead of having your mindset resort straight to the oh, I needed this workout because I had to compensate for the cake I ate last night or something like that. 
or I've been extra lazy the last two days. You should never, ever, ever work out as a means to cancel out anything because one, that's just not how it works. And two, you know, eating junk is okay and being lazy is okay in moderation. So remind yourself that you don't have to do this workout every single time you eat junk or every single time you're lazier than usual. That's not how it needs to be because the second you get into a cycle of thinking like that, you're probably only going to work out at that time when you feel like you have to because you're never going to go because you want to because you're literally treating it as punishment subconsciously by doing that and that's not what you want to do. Um, and breaks are needed sometimes and we all take them at some point. Like I was saying earlier, like I started this fitness journey like for real in like summer of 2019, but I've had like three different little breaks of like at least a month and that lasted like up to two months. Um, mono knocked me out for like two months out of the gym and I like literally could not, could not function, like couldn't do it. And I just use those breaks as time to build up my motivation for when I get back at it. Um, Cause it's great for me to like find workouts I want to do, like redefine my goals, see where I'm at. Um, and it is hard not to feel guilty sometimes because I feel like that's naturally as humans, that's an emotion that comes with it, but your muscles and your body truly do need the breaks at times. So just remind yourself you're not like by you taking a break, you're not putting your fitness journey to an end. It's just a temporary break. Um, and that's really important to remember. Um, someone asked about the process of bulking and cutting. I don't know if you're like, I guess you're just asking like what it is and just like very surface level of what it is. Bulking is when you're like intentionally consuming more than your body needs and burns for a set period of time, like for a few months or something with the goal of gaining more muscle and the extra calories you're consuming during that time basically sort of serve as like the fuel to make your muscles stronger and like get bigger. And then cutting on the other hand is like the opposite of that. It's where you're intentionally trying to like lose fat to get more lean and get really just as lean as possible while maintaining muscle and it consists of a diet where your macros help you lose that fat while maintaining the muscle and creating a caloric deficit instead of a surplus. Um, So that's basically like service level what it is. Next is how to not compare food like what you eat and exercise to others. Um, I could talk about this all day long, but simply put, you have to remember that this is your personal journey and we all have different goals and preferences and your health and fitness journey will simply literally never be successful if you're framing it around what you think you should be doing based on what everyone else is doing or what they think you should be doing instead of just listening to yourself and what you want to do and what works best for you. And because comparison at the end of the day, like you're not doing it for you anymore at that point and it's not going to get you to your goals because you're so focused on other people rather than yourself um and how are you ever supposed to reach your goals if you're focused on other people like it literally doesn't work that way um and the next question is how do you be okay with not getting a super productive workout in every day um and honestly the answer to this question could be compared to the last one with not comparing um you have to think of it like everything else in life and there's not a single freaking thing in our lives that is a constant uphill slope as in terms of progress. You know, our careers, um, our education, friendships, relationships, hobbies, it is all a roller coaster and each one of those things has its own peaks and valleys. So turning your men- mindset into one that is grateful for every movement and every workout, no matter how many calories your watch tells you you burned or how sweaty or sore you get, that's huge. And I, I mean, like personally for me today, like, I worked out with Griffin and I did a back and arms workout and it's crazy because I did the exact same workout 
two weeks ago and I burned like a lot of calories for it being a back and buys workout for me. And then today I went and I really didn't burn that many and it was the same exact workout. And it just was kind of like a bled day for me. I was a little sleepy. Um, I was really stressed out. I just, you know, I have a lot to do and it's just those last few weeks of the semester and I feel like things just like pile on and things in every aspect of my life are just stacking on top of one another right now. So I was just like stressed and it was hard. So today wasn't one of the best days, but staying staying persistent despite having those bad days is what gets you through. And like, that's what builds that consistency and helps you see results. So keep that in mind. It's very important. Next question is how to fix hip dips. You literally can't. Um, if you don't know what hip dips are, it's like a lot of women, I, I literally have them. Um, and I used to like literally hate them so much. And now I'm just like, who cares? I got them and I'm rocking them. (laughs) It's basically like where you have your hip and then your, it kind of like your skin almost, or your, I guess your leg really underneath your hip sort of dips in and then it goes back out at like your thigh. But from what I know, hip dips are very like genetically based and it's literally like the composition of like our pelvis that, and stuff that causes that in our hips. So don't ever like find yourself trying to do workouts to fix your hip dips because it's probably not going to happen. And they don't need fixing anyways. You're you you don't need to like worry about those things genetically that you know you you really can't change just because of the genetic make of your body um next question is favorite section the workouts um or like the best section personally for me and then the most challenging area I I like really cycle through this for a while I really was loving like shoulders and like chest and triceps and I do still love that um this is hard and I like legs, but I feel like a lot of times I get intimidated by my leg workouts. <laughs> so I feel like legs are definitely the most challenging to me because sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't believe I'm about to go be like squatting and hip thrusting and everything in like an hour. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I think legs are the most challenging just because I've like really, um, you know, focused a lot on, I focus a lot on form on everything just because I want to make sure I'm doing it right and I don't ever want to hurt myself from doing things wrong. But I think legs are just the most challenging just because I feel like it takes the most out of me energetically wise. Um, And then my favorite, I really like, honestly, I probably like shoulders the most right now. And I went through a phase where I liked back and arms more, but um, and I do like training back a lot because um, I used to never, ever, ever train upper body, arms, anything. And I only trained legs when I was in like high school on the few times I would go to the gym. And the same thing with early college, like my freshman, sophomore year, I would just go to the gym and do legs every time because I didn't go consistently. So it was like, I was like, every day is leg day when I go because I never went consistency or consistently. Um, but yeah, the last question. And then I'll just like read y'all's advice. I only have like six tips of advice um, from y'all. So I will get into those and get through them quickly. Cause I know I've been talking for a long time. My voice is literally going out cause I never talked this long. I don't even think I talk for an hour and cumulative on a daily basis. So like sitting down and doing this is like a lot for my voice. Um, the next question is how do you make yourself get up to work out in the morning? Um, personally, I think you do not need to be sacrificing sleep and like forcing yourself to work out in the morning 
um, if it means you're going to have to sacrifice sleep and I don't think you need to force yourself to get up at a time that doesn't work for you. You just have to figure out what works best. And for me personally, like I'm not getting up super early to wake, to go to the gym. Like I literally get up around like eight every morning, sometimes a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later, depending on when I get to bed. And then I'm usually at the gym between sometime between nine and 10, depending on the day. And I just go first thing in the morning because I love getting it over with and it helps me have better energy for, throughout the rest of the day. But I think you just have to find what works best for you and schedule what days of the week you're going to go ahead of time. Like for me, I know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, every single week. That Like that is always happening. Um, and I know that. So then like the night before, you know, I'm like, okay, I know I'm going in the morning and like I wake up and I'm, that's like I know that's what I'm doing after I walk my dog and eat breakfast and get dressed. Like – it's just a part of my routine. Um, and, you know, working on the morning may not work best for you, and that's okay. You don't have to do it in the morning just because other people do or just because you feel like that's what you should do. You know, you just have to do what works best for you. Um, and getting into the advice, the first piece of advice is to try workout classes. Um, this person finds it so much more motivating than working out by myself. Um, I definitely think this is, like, definitely beneficial for any of you who just are intimidated by a gym or, like, exercising in general. Workout classes are a great way to, like, get into things, and it's another way you can, like, learn form and learn movements depending on what the class is. Um, This next person said they read textbook chapters on the treadmill for one hour at 6 a.m. every day. We love multitasking. That's amazing. I never even thought of doing that. Um, And that's even, like, way easier to do now since we have, like, electronic textbooks for most of our classes. So, um, that's really smart. This next one says tips from a PT student. Soreness after a workout has nothing to do with how effective it was. That is very, very true. Um, I, I get sore a lot of, a lot of times, but I am definitely not sore after every single workout and I don't let it affect me at all. Um, next is don't rush yourself and just do it no matter what. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. Like I haven't like rushed myself into seeing results or like getting to like squatting a certain amount or anything like that you know like I'm just taking it day by day next is make days that you have a break but on that day check in with your mental health I really love that tip um I the way I forgot to say when I was explaining my split that I try to do if I most weeks I do work out four times a week but then I'll have like one or two active rest days and then one full like rest day where I probably am doing like a ton of work and like school work So on my active rest days, that basically just means like I'm still trying to like move my body and be active and like rest and everything still, but I'm not like going to the gym. So that may be like going on a walk outside for longer. Um, It may just be like running a bunch of errands and just being on my feet all day. Like it can be something as simple as that. It could be like yoga, anything like that. But I really love that because I do think it's important, you know, to have like a day of rest where you truly are resting and you can like actually mentally check on yourself too. And the last piece of advice is be productive on the days you have off. Um, and it doesn't have to be fitness. It could just be like working on your mental health or working on work or schoolwork. And yeah, for sure. I mean, that's exactly how my days are. I have to get schoolwork or some kind of work done every single day. So on the days I'm, you know, not exercising, I'm still getting other stuff done. And that's really good to help like maintain that motivation factor. Okay, everyone, my voice is, um, like my throat's literally so dry right now um from talking for so long that we haven't had this long of an episode in a while but I hope you all enjoyed I really wanted to I literally think I answered every single question except for maybe like two if I happen to mess them or something I don't want to say I answered every single one of them and then ended up missing one or something but thank you all so much for your submissions for questions and advice and I thought this was really fun 
Um, and I'd love to do this with like any other topic. So if y'all have suggestions, definitely let me know. But be sure to join the Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group and follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast on Instagram. And I will talk to you all next week.